0: Welcome back, peeps, to Perfect.Dev, where we give you cats, the freshest dose of dev snacks. Now with your amazing hosts, Alex Patterson and Brittany Postma. This episode is sponsored by Builder.io, visually build on your tech stack. Hello, hello, hello.
1: Welcome, everyone. How's it going?
0: You guys hear us okay?
2: I could yeah. I could hear you, yeah. Or is there like a lag or delay or something?
0: I, I think we lost your audio a little bit. It was oh. just super quiet all of a sudden.
2: Oh no, it's good. I was just saying that your your no. introduction is awesome.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> thanks. We we've been working on it pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking all about uh, building connections for the underrepresented community, um, and we brought on Paris and Nick because they have something special going on. So if if you guys wouldn't mind, just kind of giving your background and profile and then we'll kind of dive into what you have
3: okay so hi i am paris Athena. um i'm creator of the hashtag movement and community black tech twitter and founder and ceo of black tech pipeline
2: and i am nick uh i am a developer experience engineer at prismic currently i am also if you follow me on twitter the unpaid cto of black tech pipeline is hilarious by the way
3: nice work. <laughs> it is it's so great for
2: y'all not really for me <laughs>
0: yes that's <laughs> that is so true all <laughs> well said so i'm kind of curious like when did the like hashtags start to occur and like what what momentum
3: surrounded that yeah so this was back in 2018 i had been on twitter for a couple of months um, and I didn't like get on with the purpose of trying to find a community at all. I just wanted to get on and talk about like my journey in tech and that was it. And I realized that there were a few black technologists on Twitter and I was like, oh wow, like there's quite a few of us. Like I, because I've never worked with anyone who looked like me. And so I posted that tweet asking, what does black Twitter and tech look like? Since black Twitter is a thing, it's a community itself. Um, and so the, that tweet ended up going viral and it brought together the black tech community. That's awesome. I
2: was in America at the time. I was in Amsterdam playing Tekken, (laughs) just watching the the whole thing uh, blow up.
1: Just kind of explode. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Tech Twitter is like a place where people have two different views of it. Some people just think that it's just a dumpster fire of crazy comments, but then there's such good that can come out of it, too. And I think Tech Twitter is a great place for the most part.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think it does come down to like who you're following and what kind of stuff you're trying to see, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the goals of the Black Tech Pipeline? Yeah,
3: so we want to get, uh, oh, sorry, that sorry. was <laughs> no, no, <it's> okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so we want to bring resources, exposure, and opportunities to Black technologists, so the Black Tech Twitter community specifically. Um, and so we're doing that through a job board and through our recruitment platform. Um, and through our Slack community where we kind of like just continue networking and talking to one another and, you know, learning about certain events and and job openings. Um, so yeah, we want to get more black people in tech and the ones who are already in here, we just want to continue networking and building relationships with one another.
1: That is amazing that um, you want to build up the community around what your goals are. So like having people that you're friends with and being able to find resources for them, get them involved and find employment opportunities for them and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So how does this process work? If someone finds you on Twitter, what would be their entry point to getting involved with the community and getting on the website?
3: Um, I mean, a lot of people like it got it's gotten to a point where people will join Black Tech Twitter and like not know the history of it, who started it, like where it came from. They're just like they'll literally tweet like, what's Black Tech Twitter or, oh, I want to be a part of Black Tech Twitter. And eventually they somehow find their way to my account. Um, And like I have the website link there, but I talk about it all the time, too. And Black Tech Pipeline has their own Twitter account. Um, and Lots of people will tag Black Tech black tech pipeline they'll tag me and I kind of introduce introduce myself to new members
0: and yeah that's pretty incredible how how does like is there a way to get into kind of the the pipeline and like the approval process so i'm going to bring up the website so it kind of helps people mm-hmm. out too um, yeah. why didn't i have this pre-shared i don't know but hang on <laughs> one second here we go so this is this is kind of the, the main website. And the, the coolest part when I like first discovered it was the the about page, I think. Like it was an incredible story to me. Like, oh my gosh. And like I know this is a problem. Like it's amazing and especially today, like it's women's uh, wow, international? International women's, international day.
1: women's day. Happy International Women's Day, everyone.
0: <laughs> um and so like we understand. Brittany just did a talk this morning where we're talking about women in tech. Like, it's such a difficult problem to, like, break through. And I think, like, getting this out there and, like, trying to bring people in is so in- important. And the fact that, like, this blew up, there's a reason for that. Because people are, like, striving for that and they they want to, like, pull that in. So it's an incredible, incredible story. But, yeah, so do you, do you find people, like coming to the site just to like find jobs or like, is there a community building on discord or what's that look like right now?
3: Yeah, the website definitely for job opportunities. Um, and then Twitter itself and our Slack community, that's where people go to continue sort of like networking and still getting, you know, resources and things they'd also get from the website. Um, we're, at, we're actually like relaunching our Slack community, um, which we're really excited about. And we're launching this new recruitment platform, hopefully at the end of this month um, for job seekers. So, yeah, we've got a, a lot going on.
0: That's, that sounds like a lot of work. Are you guys doing it all yourself or you have a lot of people? Yeah, I am doing it by myself. Yes.
2: This is the CTO portion. Yeah. yeah. So so the thing is, and I wrote like a whole blog post on, on what I was going to do. Um Launching Black Tech Pipeline, the website you see now, was it, it was very like scrappy and minimal, very cheap, you know, So we're using like Airtable to collect candidates, which there's no API integration or anything at all. And um, we used like I used like Gatsby for processing uh, markdown. and what was the other cheap thing we did? We don't even have like real authentication. It's just magic links through GitHub. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really good. It was super cheap. Oh, and forestry as a CMS, mm-hmm. everything was basically free. Like we were able to launch a, a whole revenue making website for free off of that stack. And so now she's experiencing growing pains where mm-hmm. um, uh, there's lots of like manual work that has to get done um, still. And, uh, Airtable is great. It was great for starting, but it is not sustainable long, long, long term. Yeah. And then every single client she gets asks, um, can we search the database ourselves? And the answer is no uh, for a bunch of reasons. But the main one is we don't ask for permission to share their personally identifiable information. And so obviously I had to choose. Uh, it makes sense to have like a real database, like a real backend, in which, um, I'm using uh, AWS Amplify for. Cool. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping to launch within this month, near the end of the month. But the experience would be uh, uh, candidates sign up and add their information to the database. It's presented to employers to, in, anonymously. So they have like funny animal names or something instead of their actual names and minimal information so that you can't figure out like who it is there'll be a button where the employer can send a role to who they think might be a good fit based off of the anonymous information the candidates get an email that has a link for saying yes let's talk or no not right now and um, so the the communication process is completely streamlined and uh, Paris she still has to do some manual work. She has to follow up and say like, hey, did y'all talk or anything? So but that's like the MVP for now. And and we're hoping that um, we're hoping it works out.
1: I love that concept. It's almost like the voice, the singing show where you can't see the people. You can only hear their voice. So it's, it's just such a great concept of like, these are my skills. It doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter who I am. And just take me for what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that concept.
2: For mm-hmm. sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, this is something that I don't really, like, see. There's nothing out there so much for that. And so it feels really good to share what um, I've worked on and just hear, like, the positive feedback. It's very reassuring because yeah. I'm a little nervous. <laughs>
1: That's definitely the power of the GM stack too, when you were saying all of that, how you did all of that for free and just launched that site for oh, free. And I mean, there were limitations with that first iteration, but now you can kind of pivot and change that. Yeah. Not easily, but a lot of work, but still like yeah. you're able to change that and do things a little differently next time.
2: For sure. I think the the way it's going to work for now, I'm going to keep the Gatsby site as is. And then the a- application part is basically Next.js. Um. And so I'm going to have, like, a domain thing. It'll be, like, app.blacktechpipeline or something, you know.
1: That's so interesting. So you're going to use Gatsby and Next.js.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm unbiased. I am very <laughs> unbiased when it comes to technology. I do whatever, yeah, I whatever works. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, so what would be the best way to start and get involved in this community? You mentioned Twitter, but what about, like, Getting yourself out there on the site, how would you go and sign up for that?
3: Um, so, the job board's public, it's open to anyone. So, if you just go on the website, go to the job boards page, you can go and um, click on any of the employers. So, every employer has um, a landing page that we build out for them. Um, oh, and you can also filter allocation. Um, but yeah, when you click on an employer, employer's page, it goes to landing page, obviously. And then they talk about, um, you know, like, what are their company values? What are their diversity, equity, and inclusion practices? what, How have they built and maintained a safe space? Um, what can you expect from leadership? And then we give a high-level overview of their general interview process, plus the benefits that they offer. And then we follow everything up with photos of their teams. And, you know, if they had company outings, they can post those images. Um, it could be If they're remote, it could be screenshots from their Zoom meetings. But basically, we want you to see what that company looks like. That's
1: awesome. So is that something that the company would have to sign up and do themselves
3: for for the website? So what they would do, we send them a questionnaire and it asks them all of these questions that they have to fill out. Um, And we tell them, like, just please be transparent. Like, if you're not doing something, don't say you are. If you're working on something, you can say that. Um, So they fill it out, submit it back to me. I build it out and then it goes live.
1: That is just incredible. I love all of that. And putting that out there where people are able to see like what companies are working on and who you want to work for. It's like kind of minimizing the job field where you're like, oh, this company's doing something I'm really passionate about. So I want to join them. Right.
2: And I just want to add in from a technical standpoint, uh, MDX is so powerful. A lot of job boards have like um, very static set of information like you know salary and benefits whatever um, with MDX we're able to allow companies to let their brand and let their voice kind of um, show through because there's no like formatted template kind of thing going on <gasps> Prince hi <laughs> hey Um. so uh,
0: I the one thing that I keep thinking about like Completely illegal going into interviews, but they're supposed to be unbiased, like people interviewing. Is there like training or anything to like get both employers and like people searching for jobs past that? Is that like kind of the next phase? Do you think you guys will go through to like stop looking at a person and like just read their skill set and forget the rest?
3: That's sort of what we're doing with the recruitment platform. Okay. Um, However, like employers know that if they're working with a Black Tech Pipeline, you're working because you're with us because you want to hire Black technologists.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: that doesn't mean that, um, you know, either the inter- the interviewees aren't going to face bias. That's still very possible. Okay. Um, but we're trying to mitigate that. And that's why we're putting out that transparent information so that, you know, job seekers can say, based on this information, I want to give this company a try or based on this company, I actually it's, it sounds performative, I actually don't want to apply. And that's fine. That's the point of the job board. Um, and then with the recruitment, that's how we make everyone anonymous. Like, you don't know, you know that, obviously, you're coming here for black technologists again, but you don't know what they look like, you know, where where they're coming from, you know, just go based on their information and their skill set, and then meet them and go from there.
0: Yeah, it's amazingly powerful. Um, I think we're going to try to take some questions, but I gotta take a quick pause for our sponsor Builder.io. Today's podcast is brought to you by Builder.io, visually building the web. Builder.io has one of the most powerful visual editors in the industry. Unlike other tools, Builder actually produces the code for you. You don't have to completely switch out your framework either. Just use one of the handy SDKs that are available. There's no limits to what you can build. Instead of limiting your marketing team, start to optimize and let them do the work. This will allow your web developers to get back to the hard work that it takes for other components, allowing your team to do A-B testing and personalization. Stop worrying about bugs in production. Just use the site as it is, then you can analyze and start converting all of your customers with Builder's built-in heat maps. Stop limiting your growth with developers' long lead times. Start building, optimizing, analyzing, and start growing faster. Don't take my word for it. You can sign up for free today and start building the web visually with Builder.io. Cool, cool. Thank you, thank you. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) If you haven't tried out Builder.io, by the way, Nick, it's really cool. I should show it to you. You can use it in Gatsby or Next.js.
2: I think I made an account and I don't know what happened from there. I make accounts for everything, so... (laughs) So <laughs> had interest, and I should definitely circle back
0: with you. Very cool. So I, I was hoping, I think there was a couple comments. comments. Uh, let's see. What is, I don't know what this means. What does this mean? Sponsored with StreamYard now. Get well, out.
1: We, we put a sponsored ad and we're on StreamYard, so I don't know if... <laughs> Sorry, we're injecting those. That's a video. Yeah, that's just a video that we're injecting through StreamYarn. But if anyone missed it earlier, we were talking about Nick went over how he originally had everything in Gatsby and was using Airtable and is transitioning everything over to this new site because they reached kind of a limitation of how they didn't have their users signing in and authenticating. And so now they realize that they need to have that database back in. And so he's migrating a little bit to a Gatsby Site and then a Next.js site also for the yeah. app portion.
0: And some Amplify thrown in there too. It's yeah,
1: great. and some AWS Amplify, just everything. I think maybe the mic got a little far away from you again, Nick.
2: Oh, uh, well, we don't have a mic. We're just using the laptop yeah. mic.
1: Oh, but- oh, I see.
3: You're just gotta, far away from gotta,
2: It's all good. Yeah.
0: Cool. So um, uh, I, the other thing that I wanted to kind of break down, like we're talking a lot about kind of how to get a job, how to use like the tool and go look for it. What about like meetups or anything like that where there's coaching involved? Is that something you guys are thinking about?
3: Um, Not right now. So th- this is what happens all the time on Twitter. People reach out to me and say, hey, we're offering it could be anything like we're offering scholarships to a boot camp. We are offering mentorship. It could be anything. And I will promote that to the community. So it's like Black Tech Pipeline in partnership with this person's organization is called and what they're offering. But us ourselves, we don't offer that um, yet. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, there's
2: like a lot of, it's been interesting, like Black Tech Pipeline kind of just started off pretty much as a job board and a recruitment service. And and we're, we're we're like seeing how things go, where we are at the moment. And then like, as things get better, or or worse, nothing bad has happened. But you know, we're just make making adjustments and, co- and figuring out what would be next, right? So, like this phase, fa- like this current phase is about having a real back end and a real experience for both candidates and employers. And then once that's in place, we're gonna kind of see where it goes from there, right? Um, you know, maybe a year of just like seeing what that's like. And I think over time we'll be able to figure out. Like, what's next, right?
3: Yeah, because Black Tech, I mean, first of all, I had never thought I'd be running a company ever. Like, I I didn't think Black Tech Pipeline would ever be a thing. Sure. Um, It was an opportunity that fell into my lap because Black Tech Twitter um, came into existence. So, you know, the the first thing that was obvious to me was like, oh, employers want to work with me to give job opportunities to the community. So I'm just going to do that. And that's what we're doing. Um, and we might just stick to that, like, you know, come to us for jobs. And then we have other partnerships and platforms that offer tons of other things. We may just kind of like niche at like jobs and that's it. But we don't know yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we launched in 2020. Um, so we'll see. A great time to launch. Like, <laughs> right. As everything just kind of
1: went crazy and the world changed. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So, I mean, growing communities is difficult and I don't know if everyone realizes that too, that it changes over time, but you have to build up that community and learn from the mistakes and things that happen and figure it out as you go. So, I mean, I get that you're not doing mentoring yet, but like Mm -hmm. it's a possibility in the future because Mm -hmm. that might not be a goal right now. You're trying to focus on doing one thing right and that's hard to do.
3: Right, exactly.
0: So I have a couple Q and A's coming from Focus Otter here. So first one was was to Nick about the Airtable piece.
2: Oh yeah, so um, Airtable would have would have been great if there was like. Um, so I mean, man, man, I'm trying to go through all the issues <laughs> I've been. Having. So like the first thing is if you sign up in the for the database, like you have to you can't go and update your your information directly, you have to like resubmit new data. So there's some people in there with multiple entries uh, because they, you know that's like a huge issue, right? Um, you know, it would have been nice if Airtable, I tried building something. I tried building so many things on, on Airtable where it's like maybe I can do some kind of weird off thing for Airtable in and but you know it was just messy. Uh, then there's just the um just the the idea that Some employers wanted access to the database. And so then I tried figuring out how to make the personally identifiable information anonymous while those people are logged in. I don't know. I just kind of feel like, no disrespect to Airtable. I just felt like Airtable was this super thing that I could have done a lot of things. Like, I was just making stuff up in my head, basically, about what Airtable could do. And and so what they do really well is collect data. And that was needed at the time and so just kind of coming across those restrictions so we we do want to um we've never done any ads we've never done promotions or like anything like that and so if we want to scale and expand and get more black technologists on our database doing that with Airtable it, it just sounds like a nightmare
1: that's something i had a question on is how is it funded right now are the employers paying to host their post their jobs mm-hmm.
2: yeah the, there's a there's the job board posting on the job board, and then there's the recruitment model where she gets a fee um, for the first year salary, like a typical recruiting agency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, all those kinds of things made me look for a, 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 a more thorough back-end solution. And so I figured I like Jamstack and I like cloud stuff. And I looked at AWS. I know a lot of people, Brittany in the Party Corgi Discord, there's lots of AWS people in there. Um, and so sure. I decided to reach for uh, AWS. And um, Amplify has been great as far as getting me like up and running. I, I couldn't have imagine building as fast as I have with anything else. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the AWS Amplify community
0: as well, and it's it's an incredible product with uh, all the capabilities of Dynamo and then being able to spin up all the Lambda side of things and the resolver. I feel like I'm
1: missing out. I've never touched Maybe.
2: it. Oh, man. Like, all of the issues that I've been having are mostly with just, like, forms and table stuff. Like, as far as the back end just being complete, like, you literally get a, a generated API and all the calls that you could ever ask for, you know, like, I like m- making APIs just comes strictly from a GraphQL schema.
0: Yep. And that's you can, that. You can do REST or GraphQL. It's pretty yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. The reason I push everyone towards GraphQL side of it, which I'm forgetting the actual product right now, but AppSync. thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually do real time off that too. So it's kind of cool. Like you have your normal kind of structured, well, it's not structured database. Don't get me wrong, it's still Dynamo and the, the back end, but you get the GraphQL niceness and then the, the real-time as well. So, um, We have a question for Paris from Focus Otter as well. Paris, can you give examples on how BTP, man, it's hard to say, BTP, has had to pivot over time based on how you've interacted with companies and the community?
3: Um, like we started, like before Black Tech Pipeline was a, was a thing um i was working with companies i was doing recruitment um with companies through twitter dms because they were re- because of black tech twitter they were reaching out to me asking like hey can you recruit candidates from your community into our pipeline um and i said yes And i did that for free for like two years almost wow. um and it wasn't i it's not i didn't think about like charging or trying to make it a company i was just like oh like i have an opportunity to like bring more people who look like me into the industry why not Um, And I was a software engineer full-time at that point. And my goal was just to become like a really dope-ass software engineer. Um, That's what I was trying to grow into. And then the reason why Black Tech Pipeline came into the picture was because a lot of the candidates who I recruited into those companies, they came back to me privately, letting me know that they left. And so when I asked them why, it was like, you know, I'm not having a good experience. It was really obvious that I was just a diversity hire. There wasn't really opportunity there for me to grow mm-hmm. um, or thrive. And, you know, when I heard that, I felt horrible because I, I didn't vet any of these companies. I didn't ask them oh. anything. They're just like, will you recruit? I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, and so then I was like, okay, like if I'm going to do this, I have to do it right. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to launch Black Tech Pipeline. And so we, we also have this recruitment model um, where, you know, now anytime someone gets hired, out of our recruitment model, we or our, our recruitment service, I stay on the job with them for three months virtually. Um, so what that looks like is I do biweekly virtual check-ins with those hires just to ask how it's going. And you know, I want to make sure they're having a good experience and being set up for success. And they'll give me really transparent feedback. And then I take that feedback and relay it to the employer. And then I work with the employer on improving their experience if it needs to be improved. Um, and so it's like really being able to hold companies accountable and make sure that they're being actionable and not performative, and that model has worked really, really well. And that's something that we're going to continue with this new launch of the recruitment platform.
0: That's fantastic. Do you do you find that the diversity hire is
3: common, or hopefully, like we're getting past that? Like, what does that look like? And it's. I mean, it's still really common. I think there. I think companies. There are companies out there who are trying to like truly learn and change. Um, But I still feel like we have a really long way to go.
0: It's a, it's a super difficult, like subject to talk about, obviously, but like it needs to be talked about and it's hard to like get across the fact like a person's a person, just deal with it. Like just judge them on their skills and like stop all this crazy hiring practices for just odd reasons. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard, but like, The other side of it, though, it's like the when you talk about black, uh, the pipeline side of it um, to get like people in and into that flow, though, like there has to be some of that, too, I would expect. So are you seeing like trends at times where people are pushing really hard to kind of get diversity in or what what does that kind of look like?
3: Um pushing hard to get diversity in. I, I think they
0: had set like a stupid quota or something like that. And they're like, oh, oh. I need to hit my 10%. <laughs> oh,
3: they, every company has the quotas, literally all yeah. of them, but.
2: And then we also kind of related. We also noticed trends like. um Business is booming during Black History Month,
3: right? That you know? happens. It's like Black History Month, or something really traumatic happens in the Black community, like with George Floyd, and yeah,
2: you see spikes, and right. so it it feels it feels weird, right? Because yeah. like, you know, you know, George Floyd had to get murdered for this company to finally to like,
1: realize, yeah, <laughs> right.
2: You know, so that feels really. It doesn't feel comfortable, but. Right. You know, it's like, at least they're trying or doing something, you know. Right.
3: I mean, honestly, for me, <laughs> for me, I'm just like, okay, you want to hire, let's, let's take advantage of this opportunity. Um, but, you know, you're also going to hear about yourself. That's why like, yeah. I'm gonna, when you're working with the Black Tech Pipeline, you know that you're working with me to get your feelings hurt. And as long as we all recognize that, then we can work together because yeah. I need you to be receptive to my feedback. And it's not just like listening. It's like, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to work with you on that to make sure it's actually getting done. Yeah.
2: You definitely had to fire clients too.
3: Yeah, or turn people away. I mean, I've had I've had um, people get on calls with me, like companies asking me, they offered to pay me a lot more money if I wouldn't do my check-in model that I have for recruitment. Oh, my and those God. Are- things I had to turn away but like thank you now I don't I don't I wouldn't want to waste my time with you um you know I yeah. should add a page for like
1: don't work here
3: yeah like yeah. I I just I can't
1: that's so sad that the world just has to be that way like
3: yeah
1: I have no words
0: no I don't either um so elephant in the room or whatever I call it I'm a white privileged male middle-aged male like how does someone like myself like help get people th- into the community and like, I don't know, like help you grow? What is that? Like, can I do more? What, what does that look like?
3: I think it's like paying attention to the to the community. So what are people asking? What sort of trends are you seeing? And when I say trends, I mean like questions or demands and things like that. Um, and being like a co-conspirator or ally, I like saying co-conspirator, but like speaking up on issues and, you know, a lot of people are afraid to speak up because it does mean that, you know, you may impact a relationship or like in a negative way, or, you know, you feel like you might lose an opportunity, right? But like, how good would you feel that you gained an opportunity or stayed in a friendship or any sort of relationship that actually, like, really harms someone just because of how they look, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those
3: are things you want to think about. Um, but definitely, like, pay attention to the community, because I I don't speak for the entire community. I'm just <laughs> one Black woman, yeah. <laughs> like, you know? So, like, really, like, network and, and build those relationships there.
0: Cool. I have fun. a perfect pick for, for this, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Is there and anything gets- else, like, we're missing? Brittany, you have any more questions? Yeah,
1: it goes to like equal pay too, I mean, for women in general, like not getting paid their worth because they're a woman and so they get paid less in the industry. And do you have anything to speak on that? Does Black Tech Pipeline like work with women to get paid equally too?
3: For me, I'm just transparent about compensation. So I'm always asking like, you know, what is the pay on this role? And a lot of companies will tell me like their budget, they're like, we definitely can't go past this. And I'm like, okay, but if someone's going for that role, I will, or whatever role doesn't matter. I tell people always negotiate. Negotiate no matter what, because the worst they can say is no. It's They're nice. not going to retract your job yeah. offer. You yeah. know, just ask for more. Um, get what you deserve, and I don't. Know. <laughs> I would totally tell people
0: the, the company's going to fight for themselves. You have to fight for yourself.
3: Yeah, yes. so yeah. like really ready. advocate for yourself for sure.
0: Awesome. Any, uh, any last thoughts on anything we're anything
1: missing? Anything we
0: missed. <laughs> I, I feel like there's so much to unpack here, but
2: I, I'm like running out of questions. I don't know. I can't really, I feel like for the most part that, that gets everything. Uh, again, I'm really excited to launch this recruitment platform mm-hmm. um, and see where things go and see where, how BTP grows and how the community mm-hmm. grows and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've been learning a lot. It's like just, not even from just the technology perspective, but like just business and stuff. I've been learning a lot of business stuff just from sitting next to her during all her meetings and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's incredible. That's
1: awesome. We'll have to have y'all back on in like six months and see how the relaunch went and how it's like making everything better. Hopefully your life easier because I know the manual work that goes behind some of these things is a
3: lot. Totally. Oh, we got, yep. Where do you see the future of BTP? Um, honestly, I would love to see Black Tech Pipeline get acquired. (laughs) If not acquired, I may think about passing it on to someone else. And that would be like a really in-depth interview process because I know (laughs) someone who's extremely ethical and they can't be persuaded by anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so because I just, I like I said, Black Tech Pipeline was built because an opportunity fell into my lap. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a lot of other like goals and dreams that I want to pursue. Um, and the, I, I, I might get to a point where I'm like, I don't know what else to do. And if I get to that point, maybe I'm not the right person to be running, but still being a part of Black Tech Pipeline, and that's just me being honest. Um, so I am not sure yet. I love to see Black Tech Pipeline grow to its full potential, but I don't know what that's gonna look like. And like I said, I may I may not be the one to do it. Um, but we're here for the Black Tech community. You want to see it grow and thrive, and yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
0: Um, something just dawned on me. Like Nick, do you do you ever think about like completely open sourcing so like people can PR like crazy into it?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think I left the last website private because or the gatsby site private just because there's things in there that should just not be seen sure Uh, but i do think about providing like making it open source to just allow people to i mean contribute if they wanted it's something i think about i'm not sure i think for now i just kind of want to get to this mvp um i do plan on doing a complete like refactor of the entire thing like i want to convert it to like typescript and whatever and i feel like that would be a cool thing to just leave public yeah um but i don't know yet i i still have to like um I, i'm still sitting on that i think about yeah. that a lot um, I,
0: I could definitely understand from like the I call it gdpr but the sensitivity of like all of the data and stuff like that you wouldn't want any keys leaking out or that right. data to be leaked so i understand that side of it for sure if there's a cool way to like keep the separation from the data, that would be awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely mostly security issues that would prevent me from doing it.
0: Cool. Okay. Now I th- I think we've gone through all the questions. So thank you so much. We're going to pivot over to what we call perfect picks mm. and it's just fun stuff that, that we like to uh, check out or we've seen in the past week or so. And uh, we're going to let Brittany go first. If Nick and Paris, I, I know you'd like, you didn't have picks, but if you come up with any, just let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, my first one, because it's International Women's Day, we launched the Women of Jamstack today. Salma had a Twitter space that she hosted, and I was on that. I was fortunate enough to be asked to join all these other amazing women. If you want to scroll down and show like the list of the amazing, amazing people that I got to Join with, and we've got a few more on there now. Awesome, they've made some PR. So, if you're a woman in the jam stack, go and make a PR and put your name on the site.
0: It was a great discussion this morning, too. I love it,
1: <laughs> it was, and it's going to be recorded. So, we will share that out. Hopefully, I'll remember to put that in the show notes.
0: I think I have a vote for uh Nick's pick, so we'll have to bring that up in a minute. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that is Nick's pick.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Well, we'll get to it, I'll bring it up.
1: Yeah, my. <laughs> Oh, I almost knocked that over. Um, my second pick is Quirtle. I don't know why I haven't picked it already because I've been playing it every day for like two months. And Wordle, I've been playing every day for probably four months. And it is just, I don't know. It's something I sit down every morning when I have my coffee. My son and daughters love to play with me. So it's a really fun word game. And this one is a little harder than Wordle because you're doing four words at the same time. Wow. I always start with either audio or a do. I try to get the vowels out of the way. I can't tell you.
3: <laughs> it's oh. hard
1: on that keyboard too.
0: Cool. I like this one. That, that seems more challenging to me. I it is
1: more challenging. You get a few more extra guesses, but.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, so I've, I've recently become, I don't know why, but obsessed with SVG type stuff after like doing Jay's, editing on that that whole podcast or stream whatever we're calling them these days um so one cool tool is svg omg um i should have had one loaded up but
1: i can't uh, believe i had not yeah. heard of this before
0: i've used this before but it never used to work for me like it would always strip too much out and i'm like oh no hmm. like that's not good um mm-hmm. so basically like you can load it and it will reduce down like the svg amount and things like that so it's a cool cool little tool uh, SVG Playground, another amazing one. We were using something else when we were first converting all of our SVGs over to React, but the this SVG
1: to JSX, yes, that's it.
0: Um, this one's pretty cool though, it has like the icon capability and memo to like wrap everything, and you can just drop this it in is your React project.
1: The build tool that we're using at work for our icons, so we run this on build to transform regular SVG files into. JSX, like, React components.
0: Yeah, and I think we need to go back and, like, memoize all of our SVGs. I keep <laughs> seeing that popping up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I keep thinking it's just static SVGs. Is that something
1: that really needs to be done? Because I didn't do that, and maybe I need to go back and do it, too.
0: <laughs> so, the the only thing, like, React, like, when it like starts doing its thing... And yeah, it'll re-render re-rendered. all the...
1: Yep, so that like, will prevent maybe,
0: the re-renders. Yeah, that, that will kind of chill that out, so... We probably needed to go back and do it with AJ and stuff. (laughs) Uh, My last pick, and I I hope this, like, I hope you guys can, like, go to this and, like, be part of it somehow. But Refactor Tech, it's one of the... And I wore my shirt.
2: uh,
0: I wore
1: my Refactor. uh, I have to pick another one now that you're doing this. uh,
0: I I love this conference. Like, it just opened my eyes up further, and the speakers were incredible. Um, It's been a couple years since um they've had it i think in person so i'm trying to to get there this year i don't know how to make it happen i might have to go on my own or with coding cat and pay the ticket we'll see <laughs> but it's in atlanta it's it's a great great uh, venue um very diverse speakers which is the biggest part that i enjoy
1: so I just posted one in private chat. This is another conference that's coming up sooner than that one. Also in Atlanta. Yeah,
3: I look- know.
1: And there's so many six speakers. I am hopefully getting my company to pay for me to go to this. So I'm looking forward to meeting everyone. Go over to the speakers page. It's the first. Yeah. And look at all these incredible people.
2: Yeah. Wow. Nice. I'm like following everybody there.
1: I know, right?
3: <laughs> there's first Yeah.
0: I bet you Natter's going to talk about Web3. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's
3: going to be a lot of Web3 talks, which I'm really excited for.
1: Jason Linkstore is going to be If there. anyone has been. a
0: contact to Ben, I've been trying to get him on the show for years, so <laughs> like to talk to me.
1: Maybe I'll have to network while I'm there. I'm very excited about this one, so.
0: Alright, so we did get a comment in from Jay who's watching. Thanks, thanks for watching. Jay. It's so true. So this
2: is this is apparently your picnic. Oh Elden, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have already I don't know when it launched, but I've already put in ninety hours.
1: Oh my, oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> That's a lot.
0: I don't I'm think gonna, your site's ever gonna get updated.
2: I'm doing <laughs> i'm doing this thing it's like so mature i've never done anything like this in my life i i some when i know i need to do something i'm like timing myself like in an out like an hour of elden ring then like an hour of coding and like yes sleep sleep is definitely taking a (laughs) hit jay (laughs) sleep's not important trust me (laughs) i clicked the wrong one there it is it's amazing. I'm not gonna get started though on just talking about it. I won't stop. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. There's some call-outs here. Oof. Those are those are rookie numbers. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. I, that's definitely gonna get game of the year this year, though. No doubt. Yeah.
1: Our my conference. husband's been playing Horizon. He's probably put that many hours into Horizon.
2: See, that's a, I had to choose between the two. <laughs> um. And I waited. I love Horizon as well. I loved the first one. But I waited for Elden Ring, so I want to
0: play Horizon, but I don't. I don't do PlayStation. I'm glad Elden Ring's on Xbox. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um, oh, this is exactly where my head went. Pomodoro. So that's that's what you're doing. Pomodoro time. You're doing like 20 minute chunks though, not hour chunks. <laughs> Cool. All right. We're going down a deep, dark path here. So yes. thank you both so much. I can't wait to like talk to you again, hopefully, you know, six months here or whatever yeah. and, and see wow. the progress and like all the people that you've been able to see. If you ever want to get a group together just to chat about how like they went through the process, if they're willing to, let's do it. I'd love to. Absolutely. So, yeah. Sounds
1: Good. Cool. Thanks, so
2: Thanks, Nick. Thank you.
1: No